WMSC interview of taking over frontman Getsemane Cortez by Nick Perkel. Now, Getsemane, you were an early member of Witchhaven. Were there any tracks that you were writing with Henry that ended up as a taking over song? Uh, tracks writing with Henry, no, there wasn't. I was, uh, there was three songs I was writing for Witchhaven at the time that I had not shared with him at the, at the time. Because uh, we at that point we were kind of not uh, in contact with each other, but uh, the songs were the, that I was writing for them were uh, "Prison Cell," "How Bastard," and "Sign of Attack," which ended up being our first three tracks that I recorded for taking over. But uh, like I said, yeah, I had them had them down written already. Just never showed them to him. They never. That was like the last of the stuff I had written for Witchhaven that ended up being taken over in the end. Could you tell me a little bit on the early days of Witchhaven and what you were part of? Yeah, they were cool. Uh, we started off with just you know, two friends who had been friends for quite a while. And we just uh, decided to start something. Neither both the bands we were in weren't really going anywhere. Decided to start something. Uh, originally, it was like well noted. It was supposed to be a Venom cover band, but that changed as soon as I told Henry I didn't want to do that. Go that route and make a cover band. The early days were pretty cool. I mean, we had a good chemistry going on. We wrote probably about five tracks within like a week and a half recorded those those became like the vehemence of attack demo and the black Dutch assault uh, demo as well we tried to play as much shows as we could to get our name out there and luckily we landed a lot of good shows and we rose up pretty fast within six months we were playing actual venue shows and playing with bands like Field by fire bond by blood and they took us under their wing as well at that time you know besides that drinking partying the whole nine yards with that you know life of a band that's coming up it was cool a lot of good times of that starting. Then the fallout came. But that's all in the past. So yeah. Are you in contact still with Sickness 666 to do future cover art for upcoming yeah. releases of yours? Uh, we had uh, we had something going on, but uh, a lot of the sketches here is coming up for what was supposed to be our Ancient Blood release. We weren't really matching before. Then I haven't really been much. In the future, he does a lot of work out there. He does a lot of good work for the band. Future release something else, quite possibly. Right now, I'm working with a pretty good artist. There's a lot of cool stuff. Just bought a artwork from him not too long ago. I'm waiting for our new tracks to come out, so we'll be using that as our cover. When are you expecting this to actually be pressed and ready for like fans to actually buy it from you guys or get it from well, mail order? Yeah, stuff? we're planning. We're we're working on it pretty consistently. Just getting us together to actually rehearse the music and be able to go into the actual studio to record it being kind of our, you say, our fallout for right now, because I'm currently in Seattle, and the, the other two members are in L.A. area, so we've just been doing a lot of over-internet over writing, sending email tracks, sending them back to me, writing lyrics, sending them if they're cool and whatnot, to get a good sound out of them, what we want out of them, to sound like live. But we were shooting by the end of this year to have at least recorded and early next year, hopefully have everything pressed and ready for sale, along with new merch, new shirts, designs, and new everything, and hopefully start touring by then, too, once we have everything set and ready. When you listen to a new song from a Thrash Clash comp, such as Atomic Mayhem, what do you think of when you compare it to, like, a newer track from uh, Taking Over that's just been 
say, recorded a couple months ago or something earlier in the year? It's a lot different. Back then when we were recording, I was just putting together riffs. Influences were coming from everywhere. Right now, I say Tom Graham had more of that, uh, I don't know, I was really influenced by violence at the time, that Bay Area thrash band, like Exodus and stuff like that. But now it's been uh, zeroed into a style, more of a Celtic Frost Bottom style, which is more straightforward, straight to the point, in your face, heavy metal. That's pretty much which direction we're going right now. I like it a lot better since it sounds we're enjoying it playing this type of metal more. Before I had a different drummer as well who would have had that more of a style of drumming right now. We have a uh, Luis Hernandez playing drums for us who's on the Ancient Blood and Burn track. And that's pretty much the way we're continuing going with this band. We're taking over. Just straightforward, pretty much DB black metal. Uh threat more on the heavy side though. How have your new songs been coming along, and what kind of message are you trying to deliver in these new compositions? We're not trying to send any messages, really. We're just trying to write music. The message, if I do stuff writing lyrics that have a, like a specific message to it, they're usually about government, religion, all things that just seem to get in the way of life and make life harder for uh, metal music. Like, some people, religion is very friendly with us. And I know there's a lot of religious people out there that play heavy metal, but I personally have taken a stand against that. I just see a bunch of false things being said. Uh, that's part of closest to a message we'll have. Besides that, it's just going to be random stories, lyrics, stuff thrown together. We're not really aiming towards any specific message, say, as uh, we were in Witchhaven. They went that government route and stuck with it since then. We're not zeroing in on any specific message or nothing like that. If you had the power to bring back uh, the dead for one day, what musician would you choose to help you with a new song that you've been working on? I'd have to say Quarthon from Bathory. It would be awesome to work with him. He's got a little bit of his style down on you know, a bit of the taking over tracks. And I'm pretty sure he'd be an awesome person to be there to help me, direct me which way I'd really want to go. Sit down with him, talk with him. Just get a lot of input from him on the music stand because I really love his music. Even the stuff stuff's kind of amazing to me. If I had a black one person from the dead, I'd have to say it would be Quarthon, Quarthon from Bathory. Uh, like I said, I'd just like to sit down and have him kind of mentor a song I'd be stuck on. Uh, he, has a lot of, he has a lot of good material out there that I look to, even like, I said the later Bathory albums were amazing in my opinion. I know a lot of people don't really like those, but that style was still good in my opinion. It had to be Quarthund. I mean, they're the only other person I really want to work with. Think about bringing back the dead, though. What are your five favorite zombie movies? Zombie movies? Uh, I'm not too big on the zombie thing, but if I had to say, you know, the popular ones, Night of the Dead, Eat Dead, and Dawn of the Dead. One of the newer ones that I do like is 28 Days Later. That won't really come here because all the zombies come back to life really fast. It's just more realistic that they'd be able to run and track you down. Besides those, I guess I'm not too big into the into the whole zombie thing as much as other people. What about um other horror movies like um do werewolves or like the violent psycho movies? Uh, is that more of your cup of tea? Uh, I say yeah. It's more of like The Exorcist, Hellraiser, The Gate. I don't know if you're that one of the old the old movie, but the three little kids open up the gate of hell. Records that are playing. That movie. I remember seeing that when I was younger. That was that one was one really, really struck yeah. me, and especially with the venom patch on the back of his jacket too. That's the first time or even heard of venom at the time. Horror movies are more my cup of tea. Gore, say like like Japanese movies that have gore, like Itchy the Killer and stuff like that. That's more what I would be pointed to. What kind of Japanese movies do you dig? Like the Yakuza stuff, or is it like real splatter? Yeah, uh, real splatter. It has a lot to do with the like. I don't know if you're the movie Brother. Uh, oh yeah, like Aniki. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. no, Kitano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, he? What's it called? That movie I just seen not too long ago, and that really struck me. Is like that style of Japanese movies really strikes me. I, I don't really want people to watch it. I'm not to dig and find this stuff myself. 
I've been coming across a little bit finding those movies and whatnot. Check out um Battles Without Honor and Humanity Part Two. It's got Sonny Chiba and he has like the most real, like evil, sinister laugh. He's like one of my favorite bad guy yakuza's of the seventies. Battles Without Honor and Humanity Part Two. two. All the right, second I'll... one is the best. All right, cool, man. I'll check that out. Thanks for the reference. A number of your contemporaries in the L.A. black trash uh, scene, like Witch Haven and Dismantle, are starting to uh, see their names higher up on the lineups of shows. What do you think the secret is with the rising of this new wave of like black trash bands on the West Coast? Oh, listen to a song, like 30 seconds of the song, oh, that's Dismantle, that's Witch, that's like Skeletal Remains as well. They're coming up right now. Really big on stage, like getting your point across when you're on stage making people feel that power and if you could do that i'm pretty sure that you'll rise up pretty fast people will take notice of you and they will they'll start to like you and they see other people liking you more people will join in the pit ask what band this is and all that stuff they have a following from there to the audience and now we had that going on for a while but we kind of hit a wall in seattle uh, that's pretty much what i how i see it and how it's worked how friendly is Seattle towards, like, black trash? That's where you spend most of your time now, I assume. It's all right. Uh, there's really no battle over here. The big, well, as I'm used to in L.A. and everything. Well, it's not as uh, powerful as, say, L.A. and everything. There's a lot more, uh, there's bands over here, but they, not to get noticed anywhere due to the fact that there's not much of a scene over here. But the main advice anybody's ever given me when I've been up here is if I really want to do this in Seattle, I have to move down to Portland, uh, where the scene is a lot bigger and a lot, a lot more people take the music. And uh, a lot, a lot of the people I do talk to are from Portland, and uh, they're the ones just telling me that it's, it's pretty hard to get your name out here in Seattle. What is like Portland like? Because I know there's like that festival where they have like some of those Norwegian bands flying in. Yeah. And also still like Witch Haven well, on there too. Like just. Yeah, Black Circle Fest. Yeah, those are two guys I know. The name Jake and Nick Suchi. They're cool guys. They throw it all the time. Last one, I think it was like the third fourth annual. I'm not too sure which one it was. It was a lot of cool people. A lot of cool supportive people. And the people out there are really supportive by merch, help out the band. Stuff like that, you would ex- like expect from actual face. I cannot play. People buy merch, do everything. And over here in Seattle, it's not there. But Portland, they give you 100% support out there. They'll be there for every single band just watching. If you're not at the, in the end. Uh, that's up to them, but they, they, they'll be there to give your band a try. A try. I hear amazing things about the Black Castle from some L.A. people. Can you give me a sentence or two describing some of your past experiences at that Seminole Club as well as what you expect for the Legions of Abomination Festival in November? Uh, that place is awesome. They really, the, the venue rolling, get people, get to promote the bands that are playing, everything. Cheap prices as well. If you show up before a certain time, they'll cut the price in half. And it's just, uh, they, have, they give the bands 100% support there. That's one of the main venues that we felt accepted, and a lot of people do show up. And I'm not too sure about now, but it used to be all ages. They went over due to the problems with the police and stuff. I like alcohol being sold when there's underage kids there. But it's an amazing place, fun party, party place. You can be yourself there and not have to worry about anything. I've seen your name on concert deals with Overkill, Obituary, Witch Haven, Warbringer, Toxic Holocaust, and more. What are some upcoming shows that are planned in the next month or two that you want to mention? Uh, the only one right now that we have is the uh, Legions of Abomination Fest at the Black Cup. That's the only one we have planned right now due to the 
like I said, the fact that I'm in Seattle and the uh, costs are not all there, but I will be making that trip down to California to be able to a couple of new songs live. We got invited, and we tried to get on it, but we weren't able to get on it. And to play, so we're gonna make, I'm going to make that journey down there. A lot of people insist that we've stopped, but no, we haven't. Can you tell us about the names of these new uh, songs that you were thinking of playing? As far as I right know, we don't have no specific names for any of the songs. The main reason I have no, no names for them is that I have yet to uh, see which lyrics will fit which songs and that kind of deal. What are some other clubs in the greater L.A. area that are friendly to black thrashers like yourself besides the Black Castle? Uh, from what I've seen right now, uh, coming is a uh, Five Star Bar and the Slide Bar. I think Slide free show. I, mean, uh, I think they had Marduk there for they free. They had a couple other bands. They're 21 and over bars, but they're left people on free entrance. Just come on, like I said, I haven't been down there in a while. But those are the two bars, new slash bars, and uh, another one called the Airliner as well. I think uh, Gravehill just played there not too long ago. Do you work with David Sanchez to produce or mix your albums these days? No, actually, I guess his name. One of the guys that's been producing a lot of these albums, or not. we've worked with Samer from a Seahorse Sounds. We're going to be going to when we're ready to record. He's based out of LA right now. Samer from a Seahorse Sounds. His last name slips my mind right now, but uh, he's the guy we've been always working with, and we did a lot of the early Wickhaven stuff with him as well, and I've been sticking with that guy because he gets us the sound that we want out of the mics and stuff like that. And if I wasn't mistaken, I think uh, Henry was about to... Uh, go back as well from Witch Haven's new tracks. Being the front man of Black Trash Metal Band, what subjects do you find are most fruitful for lyric writing besides, say, horror movies and nightmares? Just everyday things that I see going around, say, uh, stuff on the news. It could be just uh, something I see going on in the streets or the mugging or something like that. Or just stuff that I see when I'm not drinking. Anything to really spark up of uh, lyrics anywhere. And I tend to try to carry around a pimp with me to jot these ideas down. Anything from even like some line in a movie, a random movie, will spark in a whole series of thoughts in my head where I could just write a song about it. I've taken everything that I see, pretty much. Finishing things off, how likely are trips to the Bay Area, Portland, and Seattle for taking over later this year? Seattle and Portland are uh, very likely. As like I know a lot of the promoters out here and a lot of the people out here are a pretty good fan base up in Portland and in Seattle. Those are very likely. Bay Area, we have yet to to hit during taking over the uh, existence. We have yet to get a show out there. We had one lined up not too long ago, about a year and a half ago, but something went bad and the whole show was scrapped. Up here in up north, Pacific Northwest, very likely. Hopefully soon, sooner than later. Any final words? No, nah, just thanks for, the, thanks for the opportunity to give me this interview and thanks for hopefully you can play our songs on the radio and stuff like that to get our name out there. Cool, bro. This has been the WMSE interview of Taking Over Frontman Gethsemane Cortez by Nick Perkel.